The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Freedom's Disciple. On demand. On the Blaze Radio Network. I'll read all the first paragraph and then I'll tell you the phrase I want to focus in on. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with one another and to assume the powers of the earth, the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. What I want to focus in on is the law of nature and and that of nature's gods that entitle them. I want to talk to you about to talk about that actual wording, how great it was. What we see today is how it's the exact opposite. But also, there's an attack, if you ever see, if you ever listen to some of our friends in the mainstream media about, you know, well, you know, the Founding Fathers, you know, they were only deists, non-atheists. We're going to count, we're going to talk a bit, a bit about that. But also, you hear this line, which has become very popular in the world today. We need a separation of church and state. I want to talk to you about this phrase. Because the wording, I honestly believe this, and I've said this to you many times. If you want to research your history or you want to take a look into your founder souls, you just read the writing. Because everything, it's almost like everything had a meaning. There was no just, let's just use this word. It was every word had a meaning. Every word had a, had a place. And everything was thought about and considered before it wasn't just, let's just write whatever words has come and what comes, comes. Now, there was deep meaning in each of them. So I want to talk to you about the laws of nature. Because I would ask you today, where is that type of conversation happening around the world? Does it happen in your Congress today? Does it happen in America? Does it happen in Europe? Does it happen in Asia? Just think around the world where we focus in on the laws of nature. And what nature's God entitles you to. We have a situation and a culture now in America and around the world where everyone loves to talk about what they are entitled to. I'm entitled to have a gun. I'm entitled to free contraception. I'm entitled to someone else's money. I'm entitled. I'm entitled. I'm entitled. What I find ironic is so few today actually know or understand or have even thought about the laws of nature's God and what you actually are entitled to. Because a large chunk of things you think you're entitled to, you're not. And the things you are entitled to, you just ignore or just cast aside. Or maybe that's just me being white privilege. Look around the world today, and I don't want to focus in on any one country, whatever country, if you feel more comfortable thinking about America, because America is in this. Or focus in on a country you think that you know pretty well. What do we focus everything in on? Do we focus in on the law of nature or are we firmly entrenched in the law of man? What man says, man does. How many decisions do you think your leaders or those people around you actually make based on principle? Not on outcomes, not on results, not because it works, but because it is the right principled thing to do. Is there any, the reason I think this is such an important question is because when you have the law of man, 
And it doesn't matter. This is not a, in case you're thinking this is, oh, he's going to go off on Trump. I'm not, I'm not going to even mention the guy's name. I mentioned his name once in a few minutes, but it's part of a bigger thing. But this isn't about Donald Trump. This is about just general world freedom. And the reason I'm talking about world freedom today is because of the Cato Institute, the report I'm going to talk to you about in the next segment. The problem we have around the world is we make men kings. We are seeing kings. Even though they don't have the title of king, we are making man king. Just think of some of the arguments that you see, you know, the great arguments of the day. When was the last time you heard about principles in a lot of those arguments? Look, think of immigration reform. Is there a political will to do it? You hear that phrase a lot. Is there a political will to do immigration reform? Hmm. Is it popular with the people, with the folks? You hear this phrase as well. You know, when you, if, you, if you're in a part, government party, you use poll after poll. You search and kind of go, what sounds well? What poll tests well with people? What do people really want? And then you change your strategy accordingly. Is there ever a conversation about, is it the right thing to do? And basing it on some eternal principle. Is there a higher power at play? Or is it just, look, if we have a president, or we have a Taoiseach like we do in Ireland, or you have a prime minister like they do in the UK, or if they have a king like they have in Jordan, or if they have an Ayatollah like they have in Iran... Are they just the supreme being? Are they just, even if they're elected or they're coerced or they're, they're, they're chosen for the people? Are they just a higher power? Is that just what it is? It's, that's the highest power we have in the land and it's man, man and what man says. And by the way, when man says it, it can change in 30 seconds, 30 minutes, 30 years. It's not eternal. It's just, it's, tr- it's our truth. It's the truth of the day. We make everything today about man. Look at economics. I'm hearing people, both from Donald Trump supporters and Donald Trump uh, naysayers, well, this is Trumponomics. Last last president, we had both for and against. We had Obamanomics. We've had Reaganomics. We make everything about men. I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, there is no such thing as Trumponomics. There is no such thing as Trumponomics. There is no such thing as Obamanomics. There is no such thing as Reaganomics. The laws of economics are as sure and as constant, regardless of who's in offices, as the law of gravity. It does not change. There's not John's law of gravity and and your law of gravity and Glenn Beck's law of gravity and, and Donald Trump's law of gravity. There is the law of gravity. There is the law of economics as well. It does not change. Just because you're Donald Trump or Barack Obama or even Ronald Reagan, you can't change economic law and then kind of go, well, I did it. I'm Ronald Reagan. I did this, so it's going to work. But if Barack Obama did the same thing, it wouldn't work because he doesn't understand Reaganomics. We just make everything about man and nothing about eternal. How many conversations do you take part of? Forget the media, forget the politicians. When you're having conversations with your friends... I've lost my mind, I, I admit it on social media, I'm finding it really hard to talk about immigration reform, or even just listen to anyone talk about it. Because there's no principles involved. 
All I hear is talking points. All I hear about is, well, America needs to be compassionate. They did nothing wrong. They acted out of love. They're dreamers. Not one principle among them been discussed. Whether it's scriptural, whether do you have a right to someone else's property? Whether it's principle-based, does America have a right to control its borders and kick people out whether they're there illegal or not? It's all about what we feel. This is the culture we are living in. We are living in a culture of man. Look at the debate we are having. And Ireland is having this debate, and it's not much of a debate, sadly. It'll pass overwhelmingly, unless barring some miracle from above. But Ireland in May will vote on whether people have a right to have abortion or not. All that's left is to decide what week you have it in. Look at the abortion debate that happened in America this week, if you didn't miss it, if you missed it. There was a bill put forward in Congress. And they came up with this point of pain. Oh, I know I'm not supposed to talk about abortion. Everyone hates this topic. But it was the the point of pain at 20 weeks. I always love the, the people who are... You know, well, I'm up for I'm for abortion. I'm okay with abortion up to a period of time. If you if you look at the polls on this issue, you know the um, the research. There's always a point in time where the vast majority of American people are against it. Even the most ardent abortion supporters kind of go, when a baby hits a certain point in time, it's not right. The bill that was put forward in your Congress this week was at 20 weeks. I always love, I, I, I just don't understand the mindset of people who do this. Just let me explain to you, and I'm not trying to talk to you about abortion been wrong or not, you know my opinion on this, but this arbitrary point in time, just play along with me for a second. You have a baby in the womb, it's 19 days, sorry, 19 weeks, 6 days, 23 hours, 59 minutes, and let's say 30 seconds. Give me 30 seconds to talk to you about something. That's how old it is. It's totally fine to have an abortion. Totally fine. Absolutely no problem with it. You're right to choose. Then all of a sudden, something happens. It's about 30 seconds since I said it. That baby is now 20 weeks old. <gasps> no, can't have it. Can't have an abortion. That's wrong. What happened in that 30 seconds? What happened in that, that split moment in time, that second, that little, that went from 19 de- weeks, 6 days, 23 hours, 59 minutes and 59 seconds to 20 weeks. What happened in that little split second where something was right and okay and now it's wrong? Even the discussion that was having, if you watched or you followed any of it, it was pretty hard to watch. Point of pain. So if a baby can feel pain, it shouldn't be aborted. But where's the principle of that? If you can't feel pain, is it okay? If you can't feel pain, do I have a right to kill you? Everything that we have in our society right now is built around man, how we feel, how we, how we think, you know, can we be successful? Is there a political will? Heck, can we win if we do this? Where are the conversations about what is right? What are the laws of nature? 
Look, I believe the laws of nature are what your founder said, what America's founder said, that you all men are created equal and that you have certain rights from God, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, original writing, life, liberty, and property. I believe in the Bill of Rights, that you have a right to free speech. I believe in the, the Second Amendment where you have a right to protect yourself. I believe in the Fourth Amendment where you have a right to privacy. The Fifth Amendment. I can keep on going, but you get the point. I believe you have these rights. And these are rights from, this is not my white privilege speaking. I haven't said all white people are entitled to this. I've said all people. Look around. You can go big as you want. You can go look around the world today or look around just in your local community. They might use the law of nature, but what do we all agree on? What right can we come together on? What right can we come together on? You have a right to life. No, you can't do that. Do you have a right to liberty? Well, that depends on your income. You know, if you're if you're poor, you're noble and you're 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 well intentioned. If you're if you're rich, no, you don't have a right to liberty. We're gonna take you down. Do you have a right to pursue your happiness? Do you have a right to your property? Heck, do you have a right to free speech today? Or are you shunned if you don't have the the popular opinion, the the right opinion? What right can we unite on? Can we even unite on the fact that there are some rights? We might disagree on every right that we think we're entitled to. But can we at least agree on the fact that everyone is born with certain rights? We might disagree with what those rights are. But can we agree on that underlying principle? In the current path we're on, no. Because everyone is focused on what's popular. What's, what can we do? What's the political climate? What's the political will? What can we get past that the media won't go crazy over? Can we have a conversation about what God nature's law has said you're entitled to? Or should we just focus in on, on what man says you're entitled to? You're entitled to someone else's labor. You're entitled to contraception. You're entitled to something. You're entitled to something else and someone else has a pay, to pay for it. This is what we're going to try and do over the coming weeks and what I've been trying to do. To focus in on eternal principles and why I'm discussing these with you. But while we're discussing this issue, I feel compelled to talk to you about some of the attacks you hear on your founders. You know, you've all heard the attacks. Well, your founders were were just a bunch of of atheists and deists. They weren't Christians. Even though the facts suggest otherwise. The greatness of your founding fathers was they could have put in. If you read the Declaration of Independence and you read the Constitution and you've read your Bible and you know it. It's clear. The evidence is overwhelming. The amount of words and verses that are taken directly from Scripture or indirectly, the underlying tone and meaning is there. They could have went and said, we are a Christian nation, which you are built on. You are built on Judeo-Christian values, whether you like it or not. They could have made it, well, you know, God. You, you have a right to, to the laws of God's law. Because they built the your country on it. They could have went that way, but they were so smart. They went, you know what? That's going to divide people. Because what happens if my God is different to your God? 
I have people who come to me and I've heard this, you know, you, you, the God you worship as a Christian is different to the God Jews worship. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. I'd love to, I'd love to, I'd, 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 I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> I've had that. I, it's unbelievable. I, I, I'm speechless at times. I've had people say to me, well, God is different to everyone. Okay, cool. Uh, but but what about Muslims? Uh-huh, okay. Uh, you're welcome here. Because here's the thing. It's not saying what my God... They could have went, you know what? We're a Christian nation. These are my law. These is what my God says I'm entitled to. And if I'm a Christian, I am entitled to these. They did not. They said nature's law, nature's God, and everyone is entitled to them. That is the beauty of those words nature's god it can be god the god i worship and if you're a christian you worship and if you're a jew where you worship the god of abraham isaac and jacob you could be a muslim and worship allah nature says you are still entitled to these rights god doesn't give me my first amendment to free speech and say well you know what you're a muslim you can't have it it says we are all entitled to them because it's the law of nature. It's self-evident. It's Of course you have a right to free speech. No one can tell you to shut up. It doesn't matter how unpopular your opinion is. No one has the right to tell you to shut up. What do you mean? Oh, of course you have a right to protect yourself. No one's going to expect you just to stand there and get punched and beaten up and assaulted and, and just go, well, I can't touch you. That's not right. Because I, I happen to live in America and, and I'm a Muslim or I'm an atheist or I'm a deist or I'm a spiritual person. I don't have those rights. Only Christians have those rights. The beauty of your founders was they said, no, 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 no. We're going to reject all that. The world has done that. We're charting a different course. We are charting a course where it's nature's God. Because it's self-evident. Everyone knows it. But we somewhere along the line forgot to teach them and forgot to stand for them. I'd ask you an uncomfortable question to think about. Take a picture of the what you think if you believe Democrats are your enemy. And stand there and look at your enemy in the eye and kind of go, what rights do you do we have that are the same? Does a Democrat have a right to free speech? And let's pick some of the worst of them, you know, the most dislike Democrats, usually by people on the right and the, and the Republicans and Conservatives. Think of Elizabeth Warren. Think about Bernie Sanders. Heck, I can't mention I believe I'm going to mention his name. Think of Hillary Clinton. And this hurts, by the way. Does Hillary Clinton have a right to free speech? Yes. Does she have a right to protect herself? Yes. Does she have a right to privacy, to be secure in her papers and her persons? Yes. If she's, if she's charged with something, does she have a right to a fair trial? Yes. Jury repairs, yes. These are rights for everyone. What path are we on? Do we want to be on a path towards which your founder started 240 years ago? Of nature's law and nature's God? Or do we want to continue on the path of man? Where man is king. Where what's popular is king. Which path do you want to live on? Thank you and hope you enjoyed this short clip from last week's show. If you want more content based around America being an exceptional idea, 
eternal principles and searching for self-evident truths, then please subscribe to my show called Freedom's Disciple, which is available for free on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, or Stitcher.